Welcome to the Mustang Owners Podcast. And now your host, Steve Hall. Welcome to another episode of the Mustang Owners Podcast. My name is Steve Hall. I'm the Executive Director of the Mustang Owners Museum. Today we have as our guest a couple of people that have been very instrumental in creating a Mystic Cobra Club. But beyond that, they are also the true authorities when it comes to Mystic Cobras. So I'd like to introduce Kim Welling and Gary Kolaker. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. Welcome to the podcast. And I'm hoping you just talk a little bit uh, for people who are not familiar with Mystic Mustangs. Uh, they may not realize that they are, may already be familiar with it, but it's it's kind of a, a subset of Mustangs that uh really very neat and very cool, of course, but it's kind of interesting that not everybody's aware of them. So I'd like to just, if you would, just talk a little bit about the history of the car, why it came about, how it came about, why Ford made such a car. Okay, it's number one, uh, the, the Mystic Cobra, the paint that's used on it was the paint that they used on the initially on the $20 bill to uh, keep it from being counterfeited. And the original contract was between Ford Motor Company, BASF, and the Treasury Department. This allowed them to use this paint for these cars and only for these cars. Uh, the original formula, which no longer exists, had to have federal agents on hand if the paint was being utilized in a repair of some sorts. I actually witnessed one in 1996. Uh, there was my the dealership I worked at at the time. There was one that was hit in an accident. We had to replace the front fender. And when I, my brother, who was running the body shop, when he tried to get the paint, he couldn't get it. There was a service, a TSB, a technical service bulletin out on him that you had to fill out the TSB, uh, including the customer's name, the VIN number, and a detailed description of the repairs involved, including pictures of the damage. This all went into Ford Motor Company. They contacted BASF. They calculated the amount of paint to be used, and then it was shipped Federal Express in a box to the dealership, which at the time I received, and uh, there was tape across the box indicating that it was not to be opened except by a federal agent under penalty of law, which, you know, got my interest. I contacted my brother, and sure enough, uh, arrangements were made for the car to be painted, uh, fixed and painted. And the day that the vehicle was uh, repaired, I witnessed a, a treasury agent from Philadelphia because I lived in Lancaster at the time. He drove up and stood there and watched the car, watched the paint being mixed, the car being painted. And then what was left was all gathered together and put in containers that were in this carton. And then uh, he signed the, you know, the sealing tape and it got shipped back to BASF for destruction. Uh, the original Mystic could be utilized for counterfeiting. There is a new Mystic you can get. Now, anybody can get this, really, but it's Mystic 2. It's almost impossible to tell the difference, but the layout of the molecules of the paint are such that it cannot be used for counterfeiting. That's why the lacks uh, security on it. The uh, original paint was approved by Ford's board of directors 
my one car, I got two of them. Number one, the prototype, and number 1124. Number one was basically a black Cobra with leather interior, 96 black Cobra. It was taken to BASF uh, in Dearborn. They painted the car with the Mystic paint. It was brought back, showed to the board members. They approved the project. Then 1,999 other Cobras were acquired from the parking lot. They were taken in, prepped, and then all 1,999 of them were painted one after the other. They had to put a break in the assembly line for them cars to be painted since uh, the painting's done robotically. And in between cars normally, thinner is shot to the paint lines to clear out the paint lines because you could paint one car red, the next one could be blue, the next one would be white. So they clear it out so there's no leftover paint in there to, to taint the, the next car. The Mystic was that expensive, they couldn't afford to do that. So they stopped the assembly line, put the 1,999 cars in, and painted them all at one go. Now, I'm still finding stuff out. Me and Kim are still finding stuff out because a lot of the people that were on that project dispersed throughout the United States. And getting information, Ford only keeps information on projects for a few years, and then typically they destroy the, the paperwork. A lot of it that does still exist, I have. They've given me some. They've given one other member. Yeah, Ed Scoop Doherty, they gave him uh, some of the information. I got an original paint, what they call paint chip. I got that for the Mystics. I also got Misty Chrome Dome for the 2004 Misty Chromes. It looks like an upside down, well, it looks like a walk. And they painted the outer portion what they called blue, they were gonna call it blue haze. And that was given to the board. Well, that was given to me in the club, but originally it was painted and given to the board for approval rather than paint an entire car. Now in between those two, in 2000, there was a misty gold. There was one Cobra built in 2000 and was misty gold. That car no longer exists, it was crushed. But getting back to the mystics, they were sold to specific dealers across the United States. Pennsylvania was one of the main, one of the states that got a lot of them. A lot of guys took them and, you know, they were Cobras. So they used them for drag racing. They used them, you know, for SEMA type racing. And my number one actually was sent out and on display at the various dealerships. And similar to the first Mustang, Back in 64 and a half, mine went to a dealer in California and he sold the car to a NFL football player, which I still haven't found out who that was. It wasn't supposed to be sold. It was supposed to be taken back and destroyed because it was a prototype. There's a long story about I, how I ended up with it, but I ended up with it. And Ford, when I contacted them about it, the car wasn't even supposed to exist but it has been identified, John Clora Ford checked into it, and I have the paperwork proven that it is number one, the prototype, and you cannot believe the arguments people give me that that car doesn't exist. Well, it is, it is, it is quite common though, of course, that your prototype 
in fact, more than sometimes just one or two prototypes will be built and then destroyed. Um, and many times those prototypes are destroyed. That's the only one of that car or that particular style. So I'm sure a lot of people kind of figure that, well, that car is not supposed to get out. But right. we do know that there are not only with Mustangs, there are even other cars that somehow where they do kind of slip through the, uh, the I don't know if they want to say flip, slip through the cracks, as it were. But, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, for example, I tell you one is a, a Mustang a Mustang 2. That's called the Western Mustang. Mm-hmm. It was built with a Western mo- motif, vinyl roof, vinyl uh, cowboy-looking kind of seats and what have you. They only made one. And mm-hmm. uh, now they, they were going to make it was actually to be sold as a truck and car combo mm-hmm. and uh, didn't go forward with it. And the designer asked if he could buy it. And he asked the right person at the right time. And they said, yeah, you can buy it. And so he bought it. <laughs> he still has mm-hmm. it to this day. So sometimes they do get away. So it's, it's, it's a shame that sometimes people are always on the negative side of things to say, nope, 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 nope. Can't have it because it's a prototype. Well, these things do get out and such. Why did Ford want to make a must a mystic car like that? Why did they want to make a car that has those, you know, uh, I was as you look at it, the sun hits it or as it lights hit it, it does go through, you know, uh, I would say a little bit maybe the word is an evolution of colors, but why? I mean, that's obviously something they had to look at it and say, you know, this is going to be difficult to make because again, like you said, the ink is it's, the ink itself is made for treasury notes or for for money. Why bother with something like that? What what was it? Was there certain interest for this car, type of car being made with this type of paint? Let me let me kind of explain what happened. BASF created this paint with the crystals. They went to uh, Shelby and painted a car. Um, it was convertible. And it was called the horse of a different color. They liked it. And I don't recall why they didn't follow through, except that there was originally 14 different colors and not the seven that the mystic ended up with. The horse of a different color was eventually they had a contest and the car was given away. Ford got involved after that, and they uh, decided that the original Mystic paint with 14 colors was just too expensive to deal with. So whatever the process was, and I'll use the term diluted to keep it easy, um, the paint was knocked from 14 colors to seven colors. At this point, you know, the dome was painted, the board got it, and it was the actual first chameleon paint in the world yes in the world on a production car right on a production car and ford included it in the 1996 cobra option and the mystic paint was considered an option back then and again the uh manufacturing process there was only 1999 actually run off the manufacturing line ford just decided to go with it after seeing what was done with the horse of a different color. And that is my understanding of how they got involved with it. I'm still researching out a lot of the details, and it's very, very hard after this many years have passed to locate people that worked with the SVT team back then. And um get some of the information about it now it's funny it's funny because today i actually got an email from somebody from our website 
and they had made the remark about there are other Mustangs with lesser numbers and painted in other colors. And unfortunately, I have a tendency to take that to heart. And I wrote back that, you know, yes, this is true. There are other Mustangs, your Mustangs, that were lesser numbers because there were, you know, 1,999 plus Mayan Mystics made. But the Mystics unique because it took the federal government to approve that, and it can never be used again. Under under the law, under federal, the contract between the, the uh, United States Treasury, BASF, and, and Ford, they cannot use that paint anymore for anything. Once the factory packs were used for any repairs or anything like that, and they, they all have been used, um, that's been confirmed. Once that occurred, it cannot, the original pigment cannot be reproduced. The car has just picked up an incredible following. It's unbelievable when we all get together. Uh, the members of the group are clear across the country. There is two in England. There is, was there one in Saudi? Yeah, I think there's one in Saudi Arabia. There's one or two in Canada. Yeah. And I think there's one in Germany. And just because it's the first, it seems, that just because it's the first chameleon, yeah, everybody's taking a like to it. It's kind of one of those cars, either you like it or you don't. And we come across a lot of people that are like that at the different shows. Well, that's, I mean, and it's understandable because anything that's a little different, you're going to have uh, those people, like you said, that's, you know, they love it and there'll be those that don't like it and don't understand it and don't appreciate it. And that, and that's okay. I mean, that's, you know, this is, is, is something that does happen. It's acceptable. But I do know, though, that, uh, as you said, the car itself is becoming really quite a piece for our collectors. There's certainly an audience growing for it, which, of course, only helps the car get more more noticed and more accepted at shows. How many different years, how many year, different years did Ford make a Mystic Cobra type of vehicle with these chameleon colors? Three years, but the Mystic is in 1996 only. Mm-hmm. Then you had the Misty Gold which in 2000, never. which never, the car was destroyed. They never carried that through. And that was because, the excuse me, Gary, that the reason that color was not produced was because that year the Cobra was not produced. Because it couldn't meet the mission standards. Right. And then in 2000, or yeah, 2000, yeah, 2004, they built the Misty Chrome and 500 of them. Yeah, there was only 500 yeah. of those. The Mystic was only in 1996. What's happening now is there are guys that are counterfeiting these things. So you got to be extremely careful when you buy one. You know, LF is the paint code on the door jam. And you can contact SVT with your VIN number and they'll verify, you know, that it's a Mystic. Is there a registry for the Mystic Cobras? Yes, there is. Ed has um, all of the cars that we know of on his website, the, the group's website, and uh, SVT, part of Ford, they also have a registry. And, um, you know, if you purchase a Mystic and don't get the documentation, you can contact Ford and they you give them the VIN, you answer their questions, 
and they will send you the documentation. And recently, um, we've been helping, or Ed has been helping people on when they contact us through the website, helping them connect with Ford to get that information. Not everyone passes the certificate and the letter and all that goes with the Mystic. They don't always pass it on with a car. And one of the downfalls, because of the makeup of the paint, there's crystals in it. And the way they work, the, the, the light passes through the crystal and it acts like a prism. And then it goes down and the base color is black. So it goes down into the black and then of course reflects back out. And then on the way back out, it goes through the prism again. And of course, some of that light is missing the prisms coming out. That's why you get this bizarre color change stuff going on. But just as you would take a magnifying glass to an ant, that's what happens to this paint when you have it out in the sunlight. The original. Yeah, the original paint. Well, even the, the uh, Mystic 2 does it. It destroys the paint. So a lot of these cars have horrific UV damage and got to be repainted, and they got to be stripped down to the base metal and then brought back out. Your base color is black, and then you have Mystic over that, and then clear coat. I didn't know that. I didn't realize you had to go through that kind of a process. So as you said earlier, it is an expensive process, and that's just another reason why, besides the cost of the paint itself, it's just that process for something. That's, that's amazing. But, um, well, I'm just curious, how many, I mean, with the club itself, how many members does the club have? The last count I was aware of was 985. So there's not really that many cars. I'm, oh. I want to say left, but that's registered. There right. are a lot of them destroyed. A lot of them are totaled. But that's why I wanted to ask is obviously if you look at the first year, I think you said there's like a total of 2,000. Right. And obviously there are a lot of cars that are no longer around. So to consider that the cars that are still left, you have, you have half of the original number. That's an incredible number. I mean, this is, let me put it, let me put another perspective. If there's 10 million Mustangs, you could bet Mustang Club of America would like to have 5 million of them registered with them. Mm -hmm. So with a lot of them have been destroyed. So that's, I think that's an incredible percentage. And obviously it shows that the car is ending up in the hands of enthusiasts, not just as a car just to drive from, you know, from grocery store to take kids right. to school. It's, it's actually become a collectible car. And those that have it are really, you know, tied into that and, and, and want to do club activities. So that's great. Mm -hmm. When, yeah, and when we had the 25th in Carlisle, there was a couple of individuals that actually brought their car up with the intent of selling it, you know, because you can do that at, at the Carlisle. Oh, yeah. And uh, when John got done talking and, uh, what do we have, 19, or, uh, 19, 19 Mystic Cobras present, which John Clore had commented to us was the first time there had been that many mystics in one spot since the production line. The individuals that came with the intent to sell actually went home deciding to keep the mystic. Sometimes people need to be reminded to appreciate what they have. And obviously something like this is where uh, a car like that, again, with the low numbers, but yet the uniqueness of it, because there's no other cars out there like that. No other car companies that I'm aware of have even used or tried to try to copy or emulate that style of paint or what have you. So it is it is very unique. 
and it's something I guess I, I, I would want to say a Mustang collector would be proud of to have in their collection because there's only a few of them. There's not, you know, there's not, not that many. Right. And then see the other thing is like number one, number one was actually totaled. And, and part of the reason the cars got totaled was because of the expense of the paint. You know, you have to reach 20% to total a car and sometimes the paint alone will do that. So some of the cars got totaled and guys want them tech slid Cobra engines out of them. And uh, there's been quite a few guys that contacted me over the past few years that, you know, they bought the cars for the engines, yanked the engines out, and then were selling the rest of the Mystic in pieces. And I mean, you know, it, it's, it's one of them things, it's, it's a good, bad scenario. It makes you sick that they just destroyed a Mystic, but then it just makes mine worth more. It's the yin and yang of car collecting, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Here's a mystic on our Facebook page that uh, it's the two-door coupe. It's got 19,000 miles on it. It's in Ohio, and the person wants $30,000 for it. Our Facebook page is not only camaraderie, but answering questions when you have an issue with a car technical questions, all that kind of stuff. But I know one gentleman, I think it was posted uh, last month or so, just had it new. And he decided he had had enough fun with it. And uh, what was this, his words? I'm going to give somebody else an opportunity. To enjoy the car. Yeah, and he sold it. And I don't know what he moved on to, but I'm sure it was a Mustang. So I've yeah. had mine, you know. I've taken number one. I've taken 1124 to car shows. And I, what surprised me is the amount of people that have heard of them but never seen one. Right. Sure. And I, some of these guys, every once in a while on eBay, you know, eBay Motors, you'll see one and they only have, you know, I think the lowest mileage one was like 20 or 25 miles. And, you know, these guys bought them and then locked them up because they're investments. I don't, you know, I understand the thought behind it, but it's like what I had mentioned to many people, because they asked me, why'd you bring it to the car show? You ought to have it locked up. It's like, no, I want kids to see these cars. And, you know, these kids come up and their mouth, little mouths start going a mile an hour, you know, because they see, they're used to seeing cars that are blue or green or whatever. And this thing, they stand there and just stare at it and turn their heads. And every, as soon as this Split second, your your eyesight is taken off and moved to slightly. The car changes color, and it amazes them. And I think it's wrong locking these things away. You know, they're they're they should be enjoyed by people. Well, I totally agree, and obviously, as a museum, I better agree with that because <laughs> uh, uh, when we had zero zero one on display, I will tell you, we had a lot of people that was just stop and stare. And all of a sudden, the kids would look and go, "Look, it changes colors." It's going you know, as they as they walked around the car, and so it's it's and it, so it had a tremendous amount of attention because people are not expecting to see that. And I think some people look at that and they say, "Well, that must just be something that you did personally to your car," not realizing, no, that is a production car. That is a production color that was made by Ford. So that's something that's just not normally done in the car car world as such. That a factory would actually make the car with those that kind of paint or that kind of a look to it mm -hmm. so uh that's that's is unique and it's also interesting you say because you get you want kids to get involved or look at it and appreciate it, what have you 
because there are some car clubs out there and they are close to the public. They don't want the public to come. So, and then yet they complain that they can't get new members. Right. I kind of want you kind of shake your head and you're going, well, what's wrong with that picture? You do a car, a closed show that only members know about, but yet you can't get new members. Uh, how, how do you expect to change that? So anyway, that's another subject for another time. But I did want to ask you then is about, of course, your club itself, as I was asking how many members. So obviously, do you guys go every every year? I assume you show up at uh, at Carlisle as a group. Uh, what other, do you have other activities that you do as a group, or what kind of things do mystic mystic owners do with the with your club? The car met the people of the club, as as we said earlier, are all over this country, and uh, you know England, Saudi, and a couple of other countries, Canada. And it's very, very difficult because of the distance to get everyone together at one time. So a lot of the communication is done through the Facebook page. We met for the 20th at Carlisle. We met for the 25th at Carlisle. And again, we had people um, that drove. We had people from Florida, upstate New York, Isaac came from way down south towards the west side. I had a couple coming out from California. I had Indiana drove out, and they were only there a few hours before they turned around and left um, because of timing and the length of the drive. So to get everybody together at one time is kind of difficult. We are planning to go up to, um, what's it called, the Dream Cruise? Yeah, the Woodward Dream Cruise. Uh, Ford World, well, John Clore of Ford, uh, he said that uh, Ford would like to get the Mystics up there at World Headquarters during the Dream Cruise. And what he wants to do is get as many of us up there as we can. And then he's trying to gather the original SVT team together that worked on that project and then park the cars all together out front of World Headquarters and, you know, take pictures. We talked about that in June. I've been trying to contact uh, John. So we're in the process, and August is going to come quickly. Uh, we're in the process of trying to put that together. And again, we have so many individuals from so many different states. We try and plan well in advance. I mean, the 25th, I started planning two years ahead of time. Um, the Woodward's only given us a year. Yeah, and the issue with, it's like the 20th, well, the 25th mainly. As Kim was planning at, of course, we were getting, well, you should have it in Las Vegas because that's the middle of the country. You should have it out in California. You know, and at the time we lived, uh, well, we were living, I guess we're down here. You were in Pennsylvania, and I'm, we moved to Kentucky. So, you know, it it becomes everybody wants it one spot so it's easier for them to get there but you know the issue is me and kim's putting this thing on and ed helps yeah and ed helps yeah. and we have to make sure that it's close enough that because you have to physically go there and set all this stuff up it's not like little wells right. coming to it you know and i'm sure you're you know that all too well well uh, like you said though all you can really do though is make is offer it to them and put it out there, and obviously being a destination like Detroit, 
I mean, the car law goes on every year. So you, sometimes you find that it gets watered a little bit because I, well, I don't go this year. I may go next year or I got some plans this year. But the opportunity to do something at World Headquarter, obviously, if that doesn't stir their interest to do so, you may not have an event that they that would ever do so. I mean, to, to motivate them to want to go and do it. So you can just, you know, all you can do is just put it out there, offer it to them, and, and hopefully that they'll join and realize, wow, what an opportunity for me to be there with Ford people, the SVT people. Because I know you put a lot of time and work and energy into it, and you feel kind of like sometimes like, gee, all this work, but no one seems to be wanting to come. Because it's not, I don't think it's realistic to expect the majority of our members to go. It just doesn't quite happen that way. But you hopefully you get more that you maybe you would normally get at Carlisle because Detroit is such a unique opportunity. Right. Well, one thing else that happens is, and we've witnessed this up at Carlisle, when you get the mystics all together, you get people come up and it's like, okay, that one looks like that one, which looks like that one, which they're identical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Steve, Steve, before we go on, let me give you the name of the Facebook page so people can find it. I was going to ask, I was going to make sure you gave us all the contact info. Yes, please do. You know, if you go into Facebook and hit Mystic Cobra Owners Association, it should come right up. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But make, sure, make sure you get the one that says established. Eight five, I think it's two thousand eight. I'll have to check with Ed and let you know because this is the the reason I stress that, um, Steve. There are so many individuals out there that scam people that are very interested in the mystics, and we've had some new members scammed. I don't want that to happen to others. When a new member joins and they mention that they can get the original paint, for instance, we jump in there and let them know you're going to be scammed. I can personally confirm that it is no longer available. You cannot get it. Believe me, we're not allowed to say much about it. The original pigment is gone. Gone. Believe me, it is gone and you will not get it. That's that's why they need to know how to talk to the author the right authority and know the right things that are available and what is not available because without that it's very easy to get scammed. Uh, that's uh, that's unfortunately what happens all too often is that somebody out there realizes that that paint is no longer available, but yet they want to charge you an arm and a leg and they may ship you something, but it certainly is not anywhere near the close close to the quality and the color of what you're expecting. So right. that's why having a club with a, with authoritative authoritative information and experts like yourself would make the difference, and that's why clubs are important, whether it's exactly. both through face whether it's through Facebook or not. It's important to have that kind of connection. Yeah, yeah, I had guys that told me that you know I have original factory pack. Believe me, you could not buy one of them, you know, just to get the paint. There had to be a federal agent involved. Because, like I said, you could use that to counterfeit money, and they had the lid tight on it. What you're getting is Mystic 2, and I know that PPG and these other companies make it, but it's not the BASF Mystic 2 formulation. Right. It's if their formulation. There is Ed's website for the group out there that's listed as Mystic Cobra Owners. The link is with the Facebook page of the one I just told you. There is another one out there 
uh, people have been scammed through it. Yeah, so if you want information, just go and ask to join the group. Um, Ed Scoop Doherty, Gary Gallagher, who's on there, and your Isaac Morgan. Um, there's a lot of individuals on there that have had their mystics a lot of years, more than willingly help you out with any information that you need, parts, problems, whatever. That's what I'm saying. That's why they need you guys, and that's why you guys do a, doing a very important service to the hobby to make sure that they are not getting a scam. They are getting what they think they're getting and paying for what they expect to get, and that's that's the most important thing. I do need to wrap up, but I wanted to mention to you that as you start to put to, put things together for the opportunity of doing a Woodward Dream Cruise, please let me know so we can post it on our on our email blast and let people know about it so okay. that we may we may have we have a reach of social media about 30,000 we have emails for about another 20 or so uh, so we would like to let you know maybe we can find a few more people that want to make sure they come up and see it and maybe they don't have a mystic but they want to see the mystics or maybe they want to find more information about it while well, they go to a show with mystics they can find that information so let us know if we can be of help i will mention to you that uh, last year the museum we did a cruise from the museum to the woodward dream cruise it wow. turned out it turned out to be such a lot of fun uh, that almost all the people that went last year have insisted that they want to do it again this year, and this year they mm -hmm. want to bring they want to bring friends and what have you, and so we will also be doing a cruise from the museum up through Detroit and along with some some uh, side events to uh, on the way up there, and so uh, definitely let us know your information. We'd love to post it and let let people come see you guys. Okay. Well, I guess we're done. We're done. <laughs> with that, I'm going to wrap it up. I really want to thank Kim and Gary to be, Gary being with us tonight. Uh, hopefully you got some information and appreciation of what Mystic Cobras are about and uh, why they are so, uh, well, I don't want to say they're popular, but while they're so neat to see, uh, they are getting popular. Don't misunderstand me. But I think it's what's neat that as people get to see these cars, people start to realize how unique this car is, what the story is of this car and the paint that goes with it. So, I really appreciate you coming on um, on our uh, podcast and just sharing the stories with us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We hope you've enjoyed listening to another episode of the Mustang Owners Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you won't miss any episodes. For more information on the museum, please go to mustangownersmuseum.com and you'll find additional information on upcoming events.